Hey guys, it's Sean G with the Sean G Podcast and I'm here today to bring you another episode. This In this episode, we are going to talk a little bit about multiple offers. So if you're from the GTA, um, you know how crazy our real estate market has been and continues to be. Uh, we're in 2020 now and... Uh, there's, there's a couple uh, crazy things going on around the world, but you know, uh, lately what's been happening in our area is that a lot of the properties are all up for multiple offers. So um, I get a lot of people talking to me and uh, not only clients, I mean other agents, a, a whole bunch of people that ask me, how do we win our multiple offer? Because I'm sure it's really disheartening to anybody that shows up to uh, buy a house and I mean, you can't buy it. Um, um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm here today to give you uh, f- five ways for you to win in a multiple offer situation. Once again, guys, Sean G Podcast, G-A-N-D-H-I dot S-H-A-W-N at gmail.com. Get at me. Again, that's G-A-N-D-H-I dot S-H-A-W-N at gmail.com. So let's move forward. So let's start with reason number one on how to win your multiple offer. So let's start with the probably one of the most obvious uh, ways to win your uh, multiple offer presentation, a bully offer. Okay, so what is a bully offer? A bully offer is essentially... Um, number one, you know, this is number one way to win multiple offers, but when, when you are uh, looking for a property, you should essentially be stalking that area. So your broker, any good agent should be stalking that area. They should have updates coming to their phone every morning. They should know, okay, in such and such area, this came out, that came out, what's going on. So what happens is, you work with a good broker, you got to work in unison. Okay. So when you work in unison, that means that, you know, you're accessible to your broker. So your broker will call you, tell you, Hey, you know, such and such property came out last night. What's going on? They got to go there. They got to be one of the first to see it. You got to be one of the first to see it. So after you see it, if you like it, you know, you got to work in unison with your broker, make sure you get out, see it, blah, blah, blah. And then you call the, the, the listing broker and you tell them, I want to bring a bully offer. They may be directing you. Um, and just a quick note, in, I mean, clients don't really get to see it, but most of the brokers do. When in a listing, it'll tell you, we're holding offers for this date at such and such time. Okay, so that's basically an indication that, hey, we've listed low. We think we're going to get more offers and, uh, and we think that price is going to go up. So in a bully offer, you're essentially ignoring the date that they give you for you to present offers. And you're saying, listen, we saw the property today. I know you told us to wait a week, but no, we're coming in now. And we're coming in now. We want you to present this to your buyer and, uh, sorry, seller, and we want to take it from there. So in a bully offer, you, you need to have a quick irrevocable time. So irrevocable is essentially, we've talked about this before, irrevocable is the time they have to answer. So it's basically an expiry date on your offer. So... You can say, hey, um, you know, my offer is only valid for two hours, you know. So so in a bully offer, you want to have a quick irrevocable and you want to bring it strong and come hard. 
and and try to secure that property. So when you're bully offering, uh, basically the seller has the option whether to answer or not. Most of the time, you know, if they're acting in goodwill, they will. If not, if they sometimes uh, some sellers choose, hey, we want to uh, wait until the offer offer date and presentation, and and then and then you're kind of forced to do so. You're not really uh, in a situation where you can force the seller to entertain your offer or counter or whatever it is. So a bully offer is a nice first start to try to secure that property for yourself if that's really the property you want to go for. Okay, and it, it's important to know. Uh, in a bully offer situation, you have to work with your broker. You have to be, you know, one of the first to go and see it, the first to put, you know, uh, ink to paper and, and, and give them a quick irrevocable time so that you, you need an answer quick. So that sort of thing, you got to kind of be in unison with your broker. Okay. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, number two, the second way for you to win your multiple offer sorry, in a multiple offer situation is you want to go with an aggressive deposit. Now, a lot of, a lot of times uh, people think, I mean, it's, it's two schools of thought, right? If you're the buyer and you know you're going to buy this property and you're going to move forward and you're not going to back out and you're putting, you know, a healthy deposit down, it really doesn't, it really doesn't make a difference to you how much you put down as your initial deposit. Because regardless, like let's say you're buying a property for $500,000 and you know your down payment is going to be, you know, $150,000. What difference does it make to you if you put $100,000 down now or, or $50,000 down now? Because that deposit is essentially going to be worth, uh, used against your uh, purchase price as your deposit, uh, you know, on your purchase price. So some people think that way. If they know they're securing the property, then a heavier deposit gives the seller more confidence that you will actually close that property. The sellers tend to think, hey, if somebody's putting a $100,000 deposit down, I mean, number one, this person has their financing in order. And number two, it's not going to be a problem when we come to close it because, you know, they're, they're most probably not going to let that $100,000, you know, um, um, like, you know, uh, forfeit that hundred thousand dollars if they, if they don't, if they don't close. So an aggressive deposit, uh, from a buyer's angle, if you are a hundred percent sure that you want, you're going to buy this property and you're going to close it either way, uh, financing is not going to be a problem and there's no other things they're going to get in your way, then you might want to put an aggressive deposit because that will help you in a situation where, you know, your price may not be the highest, your conditions may not be the best, but at least you're letting that seller know, hey, listen, we're not going to flop, right? Um, so that's the second way for you to win in a multiple offer situation. Let's get into the third way, okay? Once again, guys, Sean G Podcast, G-A-N-D-H-I dot S-H-A-W-N at gmail.com, Gandhi.Sean at gmail.com. So the number three, number three, the third way for you to win your multiple offer and walk away from the table with that property in your hand is no conditions. You got to remove your conditions. So this might be a little bit confusing for people that are buying a condo. Most of the time you're asking that seller, Hey, give me the status certificate up front so you can have your lawyer review in advance. And usually if they're looking for multiple offers, they'll already have that available. Okay. Um, the status certificate will, uh, just give you like a, you know, a review of the maintenance fees, what's included in the maintenance fee. Um, you know, uh, an idea of the corporation, what's happening in the building. 
So I mean, you you should review that in advance, so you can you can give them a, a, an offer. What we like, what we tend to call it, is a firm offer. Okay, so if you give somebody a firm offer, you're basically walking away from the table saying we cannot back out of this deal. I mean, can you back out technically? Yeah, you can, but I mean, it, you're at risk of losing your deposit, and you're at risk of you know many other sort of uh, repercussions, but. If you're not worried about that and you know that you're going to you're going to buy this property and you want to win this win this house or home or dwelling or whatever it is. So basically the most common uh conditions you'd have in agreement if it's a condo the status, if it's not a condo you won't have that condition. Uh your financing, okay? And an inspection. Those are the th three most common conditions. So more uh, financing, if you already have in place prior to a good broker will have already vetted you and made sure that, you know, you're, you're in touch with your broker, <coughs> you know your purchase prices, and you know exactly what you can afford, what you're approved for, all that, you don't really, there's, no, there's no real need for a mortgage condition. Secondly, an inspection, if, if, if it's a condo, I mean, it's not so common where things are, you know, uh, inspected like that. Uh, you can kind of conduct your own inspection. Um, and you could just have a clause in there that kind of protects you against stuff that, you know, could be broken or anything on closing. And, uh, you know, if you could have some sort of, um, you know, penalty uh, in the deal, written in the deal, that if this isn't working, uh, it will result in a this this much uh, a deduction uh, to the purchase price on closing or something something like that. But you don't necessarily need conditions. So... I mean, that is a definite way to give you leverage over your other offers to remove some of your conditions and try to go in with a firm offer. Your price may not uh, be the highest, okay? Your price definitely may not be the highest. But if you go in with a firm offer, the seller knows you can't walk away from that deal. I mean, I mean, put yourself in the seller's shoes. Like, they're in a multiple offer situation. They want to walk away from the table knowing there's, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten people bidding on their property. They want to wake, walk away from that deal knowing, uh, sorry, walk away from the table knowing we have a deal. And, and part of that is being able to say that, you know, we don't have a conditional period where the seller, uh, the buyer can choose to walk away. Because now if they walk away, bang, we got to call all seven people back. And be like, hey, the eighth offer didn't go through. So seven offers, you want to resubmit? I mean, it's an annoyance. So, you know, the sellers want to make sure they're walking away with a firm deal. So this no condition sort of firm offer uh, situation will give you leverage over, over the other offers. Number four. Okay, and this is kind of a, a different one here. Um, deposit herewith. So... So when we when we put offers uh, on properties, the most common practice, especially in the GTA Greater Toronto area, is you get the deposit upon acceptance. So you know, um, once an offer is accepted, the buyer has about 24, 48 on the long end hours to get that deposit to the listing brokerage. So they have to you know, make that deposit, whatever it was, 25, 30, 50, 100, 20, whatever it is, $1,000 uh, to the listing brokerage's trust account. So how does a seller know that you, the buyer, are going to bring that deposit? 
Now, let's say I bought a property. I didn't bring the deposit. So there's no consideration. So it's not really a valid contract because the person didn't didn't bring the deposit. So now uh, you're stuck in limbo as this from the seller's perspective, you're stuck in limbo. They they have to get a mutual release signed still from the seller from the buyer, sorry, uh, releasing them from that contract and they're tied up. So an, one way to give yourself leverage over other offers is go to that offer presentation, take that listing brokerages information, make a check, a certified check or bank draft in the listing brokerages name and take it to your offer. That way the seller knows and an educated seller will know that, hey, this person is bringing their offer and they're submitting it with their offer. So it's not like they can just take your check and cash it, no. Basically, if your offer is accepted, then they will, they will, they have the deposit on spot. So they know, hey, listen, this person's not gonna walk away or this person's not going to, um, not gonna walk away from this deal because we already have their deposit. So. I've been in a situation previous where, you know, you're, you're acting on the, on the selling end and, you know, I'll sell a property for somebody and they're super happy. They're jumping for joy. And I tell them, wait, 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 just hold on. We haven't got the deposit yet because the deposit's a very essential item of that whole deal. Without that deposit, it's not a valid contract. And it keeps the seller in limbo because in case, let's just say in a situation where, the buyer doesn't doesn't provide that deposit and for whatever reason they back out they're at liberty to lose that deposit for sure but not in every situation they may not lose that deposit and you still need to have them sign a mutual release to let you out of that contract and let's say you had seven parties interested in your property you sold it at you listed it for 500 you sold it for 600 but that person didn't bring the deposit now you have to contact all the seven other people that were in that offer presentation with you. And they're going to think they have a leg up now because, hey, you know, your other offer didn't go through. So that price doesn't count. No, no. You want to you want to close that transaction when the when when it's hot and you want to let that seller know that, hey, listen, we're here to buy our deposit. We're submitting here with. OK, so we will not going to walk away from this deal. And it just gives you more power in that situation, in that, in a multiple offer situation. Number five, I have, I mean, we could have all, here's a little bonus, the best price. Okay. But in a multiple offer situation, that's not always definitely going to win you the, the, the property. There's other factors that, that sellers are looking at. So now if I go to my point number five and the most important way for you to secure a property in the multiple offer situation is combining all four I just listed for you. Combine them all. Make it a bully offer. Give it a quick irrevocable time. Work with your broker to be on top of the market. So be the first to act on that property. Give them an aggressive deposit. Make sure it's high. Remove your conditions. And give the deposit with the offer. In, if you combine all those things, you don't have to have the, the highest purchase price. You may not necessarily, you know, you may not have to overpay. You, you, you may not have to overpay the way the others are overpaying. So that's my two cents, guys. That's the way I think 
that you guys can win your multiple offer presentation, have your broker listen to this, you yourself listen to this, educate yourself so that you know you you can go into a presentation and make sure you win the property. Make sure you know before you walk into that presentation where you want to end, right? And it'll go through rounds and you'll get you'll start to get an idea of where that price is going to end and make sure you know what you can afford, how much you're willing to pay, what your average monthly fees are going to be, all these sort of things so that it can help you make a better decision when you go and hopefully help you win. I hope those five points helped you guys win your multiple offer. Once again, guys, let me know your stories, anything, any information you want to give me, if this helped you at all, any questions you might have. Once again, guys, the Sean G podcast, G-A-N-D-H-I.S-H-A-W-N at gmail.com. Once again, G-A-N-D-H-I.S-H-A-W-N at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.